We do praise God from whom all blessings flow. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. We welcome you to the After the Sermon School podcast of the Bethel Baptist Church of White Plains, New York, located at One Fisher Court. I'm Reverend Dr. Edward O. Williamson, pastor, teacher of the Bethel Baptist Church. And in this podcast series, uh, we are seeking to go deeper into understanding the teachings of Scripture and the sermons that have been preached. Uh, this sermon will podcast will focus on, are we using all our strength? This sermon was preached on January the 8th, 2023. And the focus was on Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. And it reads as follows. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when this sound occurred, the multitude came together and were confused because everyone heard them speak in his own language. We continued all the way to verse 6 of Acts chapter 2. And so we read Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 6. Uh, and know that as we looked at this uh, sermon, and we know that we cannot present all the details or answer all the questions that individuals may have in a 20 to 25 minute or so uh, sermon presentation. And so what we wanted to do was develop a series of podcasts entitled uh, After the Sermon Scoop. And so many questions may arise, especially when it comes to talking about uh, the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit work in our life, uh, issues such as uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the filling of the Holy Spirit, uh, uh, who is the Holy Spirit. Uh, we not only uh, discuss these areas uh, when preaching from the pulpit, but we're also uh, in this month looking at being a thriving church and we're studying the book of Acts uh, and going through and seeing how this church thrives. And one of the ways it thrives is through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Uh, before we go any further, let me just recommend some resources to you uh, to help you uh, as we go through the study. We did seven days of prayer, and we used a resource called Acts, Prayer That Can Change Your Church, and it was a small booklet by Toby Lofton, Toby Lofton, L-O-F-T-O-N. Uh, the other resource that I'm recommending to you that will help you uh, in understanding the, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit filling, uh, the baptism of the Spirit, uh, the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives, how the Holy Spirit enables and strengthens us, is The Spirit-Filled Life by Charles F. Stanley. Again, that's The Spirit-Filled Life by Charles F. Stanley, and then a book that is uh, solely committed to uh, presenting the, the Holy Spirit and his work uh, is The Holy Spirit by Charles C. Ryrie. The Holy Spirit by Charles C. Riley. Ryrie. And, and as we look at these um, uh, resources and have these discussions, I want to recommend that you get you a good study Bible. Uh, a good study Bible will have uh, notes and 
and uh, annotations that will help you better understand the scripture. Also, it's always good to have a dictionary uh, and, if possible, a Bible dictionary and a good commentary, uh, a, a nice one for uh, uh, the average uh, uh, Bible reader is the Bible Knowledge Commentary by uh, Wolvert and Zook. Uh, so let us let us get into this a little bit more as we presented the sermon talking about are you using all your strength or are we using all of our strength? Uh, many times we can feel uh, defeated as Christians. We can feel like God has abandoned us or left us alone. And we learn by studying the Holy Spirit that if you have truly believed in Christ and accepted him as your personal Lord and Savior, that he has promised that he would not leave you as orphans. Uh, He says to his disciples that I would not leave his orphans. I would not leave you comfortless, but I will send another comforter. Amen. I will send you another uh, paraclete is the word that is used. One who comes alongside of you. Uh, to be with us. And that's how Jesus is with us. He says in the Great Commission in Matthew uh, 28, 19 through 20, go ye therefore into all the uh, earth and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And then it says, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And he said, Lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the age. That's the promise he makes to his disciples. Uh, He says he will be with them always. Now, if we fast forward and go into the book of Acts, uh, where where the book of Acts opens with uh, Jesus meeting for a final time uh, with his disciples in Acts chapter 1. Um, he says in Acts 1 and 4 to his disciples that they are to wait for the promise of the Father. Amen. Wait for the fa- promise of the Father uh, because he reiterates uh, what he has taught them. And he says what? That John truly baptized with water. But you shall be baptized uh, with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. That's the words of Jesus, Acts 1, verse 5. John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. And we need to understand what that word baptized means. That word baptized means to be immersed. Amen. So when when Jesus talks about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we will be immersed uh, in the Holy Spirit. Amen. And through that immersion process, we learn several things that the Spirit, what? The Spirit, first of all, uh, dwells within us, takes up residence in us. Uh, He says, Jesus says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if any man hear my voice and open the door, uh, me and my father will come in and we will sup with him or make our dwelling with him. And so uh, uh, through the Holy Spirit, Jesus fulfills his promise to indwell us. He indwells us. Uh, Secondly, through the Holy Spirit, uh, he seals us. He seals us. We are sealed by the Holy Spirit. And in the baptized work of the Holy Spirit, we are placed into the body of Christ. So this this issue of spiritual baptism is important uh, because it is a way that we are brought into union uh, with Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Uh, uh, If we look at this baptism work, uh, Acts 1 and 8, 
Uh, he says not only that, he says, but in Acts 1 and 8, he says, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be uh, uh, when you're baptized with the Holy Spirit. Not many days from now, uh, he, he says that uh, that in that process, you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. So so this baptize work, uh, Jesus clarifies, is also an empowering work where the Spirit will empower them. So there's the baptism of the Holy Spirit, uh, but also there's an empowerment that comes from the Holy Spirit. And and for me, my understanding is that, that the baptism, amen, is uh, instantaneous at the moment that you uh, are converted uh, to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, that that you repent and acknowledge him as Savior and receive him as Lord of your life. Then he indwells you and he keeps you. That's salvation. That's when you are saved from the very penalty of sin. Salvation is a process, though, that occurs over time. Uh, the first phase is instantaneous. You are saved. Uh, the second uh, phase of salvation is the ongoing work of the Holy Spirit through the word of God in your life. And that is sanctification. Sanctification. You are being saved and you are in the process of becoming like Christ and being delivered from the power of sin. And then thirdly, uh, there is glorification. And that is the ultimate act of salvation where we will be delivered from the very presence of sin and we will be in glory with the Father. We'll be glorified and we'll be like Christ. Amen. That's glorification. So so you 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 are saved. Amen. Uh, you are being saved and you will be saved. Amen. Amen. So so the baptism of the Holy Spirit is important in your salvation uh, uh, process. Uh, you shall be empowered. Now, understand that that when you get to Acts chapter two, where our text comes from, that that we're focused on, on Jesus says to his disciples, don't leave Jerusalem until until uh, you receive the promise of the father, until you are baptized. Amen. And 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 what do the disciples do in response? They spend time in prayer. They're waiting in Jerusalem. They're obedient to the command of Jesus not to leave Jerusalem. And they come together and they pray. And over a a period of 10 days until the day of Pentecost, which moves us into Acts chapter 2. Amen. They are in prayer. They're together with one accord. And we find them in in a room and they are praying. And the, the text says, suddenly, suddenly, uh, Acts chapter 2, uh, uh, there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Amen. The wind is usually synonymous in scripture with the uh, uh, the spirit. Amen. And there were and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit uh, and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance. Amen. So when we look at that passage uh, on the day of Pentecost, uh, that's what we would call the birth of the church. The birth of the church. Okay, so when we're looking at that, Acts chapter 2, 
and four, we find the birth of the church. All right. Now, uh, how did the disciples understand the birth of the church? Uh, they understand stood it uh, because if we le- look at Peter's sermon in Acts chapter two, verses 14 through 20. Uh, one of the things they understood, one it is the fulfillment of the promise of Jesus. Amen. That they would be baptized. But in that, they also noticed the fulfillment of a promise from God. Uh, the promise is made or the prophecy is made in Joel chapter two, verses 28 through 32. Amen. Where God says that he will pour out his spirit on all flesh Amen. Amen. He will pour out his spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall uh, dream dreams. And on my men servants and on my maid servants, listen what he says. I will pour out my spirit in those days and they shall prophesy. I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath. Uh, Blood and fire and vapor of smoke, the sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. Verse 21 in Acts chapter 2 says, And it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved on that day of pouring out. out. So so the disciples, the apostles, the original disciples, Founding members of this uh, first church, amen, they saw in this event at Pentecost a fulfillment, amen, a prophecy in uh, from Joel chapter 2, verses 28 through 32. Now, if we go further, uh, begin because we're pushing and we will... Uh, pick up a, a, a interactive discussion on this uh, topic, amen, with a, a Zoom meeting presentation on Sunday, uh, January 22nd at, at 6.30 p.m. We'll have an interactive discussion on this podcast. But, but for now, uh, let's just add to it. Uh, if you turn in your Bibles and uh, are able to make reference to your Bibles at a later date uh, in First Corinthians chapter 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, uh, verses, verse 13, amen, understand the importance of this, uh, uh, this baptism of the, of the Holy Spirit. Uh, and it says in there, uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13, it says, for by one spirit, we are all baptized into one body where the Jews are Greek, where the slaves are free and all have been made to drink into one spirit. So our union with Christ is accomplished through this baptismal effort. Also, if you turn amen, in your research or if you get a chance, amen, Romans chapter six, uh, verse Three, amen. It's an identification that goes on through this spiritual baptism. Romans 6 and 3 says, or do you not know that as many of us, Paul is including himself, as were baptized into Christ Jesus, were baptized into his death. Continuing with verse 4, therefore we are buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also walk in in the newness of life. Now, this spiritual baptism, amen, uh, 
is is what happens on the spiritual level. And many times, especially since we are a Baptist church, we focus on water baptism. Amen. Water baptism is a sign of confession. It's a ritual that we do to to signify to the world that we identify with Christ in his death burial and resurrection all right amen we are buried with him in the water and then we are raised uh to new life uh based on romans 6 and 3 amen but the the water baptism because many people ask this question does the water baptism save you no the water baptism does not save you but the water baptism is supposed to be a representation or a ritual that symbolizes what happens on the spiritual level so so uh the water doesn't save you it's the baptism of the spirit that is necessary where the spirit of christ indwells us amen and fills us and empowers us now quickly let me just talk a little bit about what does it mean when we talk about the filling of the spirit the filling of the spirit all right the baptism amen is immersion amen union with christ through the baptism, amen, sanctification, set apart, identification. But then when we talk about the filling of the Spirit, Acts 2 and 4 says, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Filled, amen. Uh, filled, uh, uh, for me and my understanding of it, amen, has to do with the Spirit uh control of life the spirit guidance and we have to yield and submit ourselves to the to the control of the spirit uh, we believe that for believers that the baptism is in, instantaneous and a one time only event where once the spirit uh, baptizes you and indwells you uh, and seals you and keeps you till the day of redemption so you the spirit never departs from you Amen. You are eternally secure when you truly believe and put your trust in Christ. But when it comes to the filling of the spirit, the filling of the spirit has to do with enablement and empowerment. So Jesus says, amen. Uh, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And what are you empowered to do? You empowered to be witnesses. So so the filling work of the spirit enables us to do the work of the Lord enables us to serve God amen so 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 Paul even says to us amen in Ephesians chapter 4 he talks about it and 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 uh hold on In Ephesians chapter four, I was saying uh, and verse 30, he says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Listen what he says. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And then what is what does the spirit enable us to do? Uh and be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ has forgiven you. The Spirit of God indwelling us brings about the transformation in our lives. Are we using our strength? Uh, God gives us uh, his divine spirit uh, to enable us to be obedient to his will and his way and his teachings. Also, Paul says in Ephesians chapter five, uh, he says to us, amen, uh, speaking about the spirit, he says uh, in verse five, 
uh, Ephesians 5, 18, and do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be what? Filled with the spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord and giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus, submitting to one another in the fear of of the Lord so that the spirit of God helps to helps us to be humble before God. Amen. And it enables us to be obedient to the word of God. Amen. It enables us. Amen. Uh, to love one another as Christ commanded. It enables us. Amen. To, to do the work of God. Uh, it enables us. Amen. Uh, the spirit even gives us gifts. And that's a, a subject for an, another time. But uh, what we want to encourage you to do is to realize that God has given all of us that believe in him. He's given us his power. Amen. He's given us his spirit. His spirit indwells us. Amen. And we must experience what we call the spiritual baptism. Amen. It's the spiritual baptism that saves us. And then it's the filling of the spirit that enables us to do the will of God. We invite you again uh, to join us. Amen. As we have a open dialogue. Amen. On Sunday, January 22nd. We also invite you if you have questions or comments. Amen. We invite you. Amen. To send them to podcast at Bethel Baptist Church WP.org. As we uh, conclude our after the sermon school podcast session on this series, uh, we want to invite you to send questions or comments to podcast at Bethel Baptist Church WP.org. Again, podcast at Bethel Baptist Church WP.org. Uh, you can also find the full sermon of Are We Using All of Our Strength on our Facebook page or our YouTube channel. Again, that's Bethel Baptist Church WP.org. Visit our website today. Amen. And get connected with Bethel Baptist Church. We are a thriving church in the year of 2023, and we are attempting to get out of the box and do ministry for Jesus. To God be the glory. Let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, we've shared your word today and, and lifted it up and tried to enlighten uh, souls uh, through this podcast moment, Lord God. We pray that you would bless those that uh, that listen, Lord God, and may your word be a seed that finds fertile ground in the hearts of men, women, boys, and girls. May it bear fruit, some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. We give you all glory, honor, and praise to you be all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen.